0: Hey, so Azure Advisor gives me personalized recommendations based on a well architected framework so I can better use my cloud resources. Why don't we take a look? So let's go to Advisor right over here. And I'm going to click on all recommendations. Oh, hmm. So this one says right size or shut down underutilized virtual machines. I'm not quite sure I know what right size is. I wish I could go to some sort of Azure Advisor clinic to figure that out. Well, maybe I can. It turns out I have Ritesh Kinney here, PM from the cost optimization group. Um, and I suspect, Ritesh, that you know what I mean, what right size means. Can you tell me a little bit what right size means?
1: Sure, I can definitely help you with that. So, right size basically means you uh, get to choose the right size. And so, when when you are spinning up a VM, for example, in Azure, Azure gives you a ton of options, uh, and you might not always choose the right size. So we take a look at uh, the information, and then we figure out: Are you using the uh, best size for the workload that you're using? And that's what we basically mean by right size recommendations. We can go to the
0: yeah. Can we dig into
1: that? I would really like to know like how this all happens. Sure, I've got a few slides for us to kind of walk us through, and so. Let's take an example of a sample VM. So this is a D16 VM, and so we get telemetry uh, about your workload, that is CPU, memory, network from the Azure host. This is totally uh, anonymized data. We don't really know what's happening on your workload. We just know how much CPU, memory, and network you're using. and We get that for every 30 seconds and aggregate that over 30 minutes. And then we take the maximum value of that so that, you know, we're being uh, ultra conservative and we take seven days of that telemetry. So plot it out. This is what it looks like. And this white space on top essentially tells you that you're wasting that much capacity. You're paying for it, but you're wasting it. And so what we do with right sizing is try to get the utilization up on top so that you know you pay for what you need without impacting your performance does that make sense yeah that makes to- co- total sense so, so
0: i'm really kind of interested to know like how you figure this out and 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 where to, where you know
1: how do you do this perfect yeah i can break that down for you so taking this uh utilization telemetry we separate out cpu from memory because cpu and memory uh, need to be handled differently you can uh, get out of uh uh, you can hit the peak of CPU at uh, points and not get impacted. But if you hit 100 percent of memory, you can uh, run into an out-of-memory exception, which can potentially crash your application. So when it comes to CPU, we consider the uh, 95th percentile of CPU usage over the last uh, seven days. And when it comes to memory, we consider the 100th percentile, which is essentially the maximum value. So then uh, what we do is we consider the utilization as a bucket. And so if the bucket represents the VM, how much capacity it uh, has, then the P95 uh, is this filled up portion. And what we're trying to do is fill it up so that uh, we get the maximum usage of this bucket. Uh, And so getting into, so once we've, figured out how much is the current utilization. What's the P ninety five? What's the P one hundred? We then start figuring out what can we move it up to. And so uh, for CPU and memory, we have different targets. And uh, beyond that, we also have uh, categorization based on whether the workload is user facing or not user facing.
0: Okay, wait. I got to stop you right there. Um, uh, I thought we said that that this is all anonymous. That you know like
1: how what like what's going on here? So it is anonymous. And uh, that's a great question. Uh, so what we're doing is we've got some very smart folks in Microsoft Research to help us with some algorithms that help categorize these workloads based on the waveform of the utilization. And so they basically, Figured out uh, running thousands of examples of, you know, if the waveform looks like this, then it's a user facing workload. Or if, uh, the waveform looks like that, it's a non user facing workload. And so, uh, and by user facing, I mean a workload that is directly uh, addressing uh, requests from a user. So when a user clicks on a website or something like that, the web uh, front end is the user facing workload. And so uh, using this uh, algorithm, we've categorized it. And the reason we have different targets is because we want to be more conservative when it comes to user-facing workloads. We don't want a case where uh, users face performance issues because of our cost optimization recommendations. And so our uh, utilization targets are lower in user-facing when it, uh, and a little bit higher uh, when it comes to non-user facing. Did that make sense? Yeah, that makes total
0: that makes total sense to me. Uh, though I have to admit, it's still kind of magic that you can just look at waveforms and determine whether whether a workload is user facing or not. But I I think it's really cool that we
1: do it. I consider it magic too. Like I'm thankful for our partners in Microsoft Research to help figure this out for us. So uh, uh, moving on to kind of further explain it. So now that we have the current utilization and we have our targets, the way to increase our utilization is by, uh, so we we don't expect you to change your workload. So the workload is going to remain pretty standard. And so what we can do to increase the utilization is choose smaller buckets. And so Uh, For a user-facing workload, we might choose a four-core bucket. And so uh, in the example I use, the D16 is a 16-core VM. And so by moving to a four-core VM, we can basically quadruple the utilization to 40%. And for a non-user-facing workload, we can go down even lower and go down to a two-core machine uh, so that the utilization goes up to 80%. And on the memory side, it's something similar. Uh, We use 60% for user-facing and 80% for non-user-facing. And then again, we look at what uh, what are the VM options available so that uh, that we can move the workload to. And then finally, uh, we consider a solution that uh, works for all three parameters, the CPU, memory, and network, and find the best fit. Uh, such that you know it's the cheapest option, while at the same time, because of the targets that we have, it doesn't uh, impact your performance. So finally, you know, you end up saving. So in this case, from a D16, we would recommend a D4 V3, which would have four cores and 16 gigs and and save you 60% in cost. The utilization is going to look a lot better. Uh, it's going to look a lot more busier. But you know there there won't be peaks, uh, especially when it comes to memory. So your performance is good and your utilization improves while you save sixty percent of costs.
0: Okay, that makes that makes total sense to me, and I understand how uh, picking a smaller machine means you know it's going to use up more of the machine and the bucket's going to be more full. So and and I get how this goes. This um, I'm wondering if we can do um, a lightning round together. Sure. Um, I have some really small questions I'd like to do. Um, so let's see if let's see if I can ask you some real quick questions that I know that that we get asked all the time. Um, okay. So does the recommendation I get from Azure um, from Azure Advisor about right sizing take into account negotiated customer discounts?
1: Oh, that's a great question. We actually don't right now, but it is something we're actively looking into on how do we consider customer discounting. Uh, so that you know they get the best deal when it comes to right sizes. Okay.
0: Uh, question number two, which is kind of similar. Um, there's definitely different ways that customers buy Azure today. Some use pay-as-you-go. Some go through a cloud solutions provider. Others have an enterprise agreement. Um, does the recommendations I get from Azure Advisor around right sizing um, work for all those agreement types and ways to purchase
1: Azure? It does. And so, like I was saying, when we get telemetry from the Azure host, we don't even know who you are. and So we just generate recommendations for everyone and basically everyone benefits. Cool.
0: Well, thank you Ritesh. That was super helpful. I think I have a much better understanding of what we mean by right-sizing and how this all gets calculated um, when we get this as a recommendation from Advisor. So I want to thank uh, you Ritesh for that help, and I want to thank you all for watching this. I hope that you'll join me on a future episode of the Azure Advisor Clinic as part of the Azure Enablement Show.